Hello and welcome to another Team Gomez podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Maria. Oh my goodness gracious, so excited for today. Today we're talking about uh, marriage versus children part mm-hmm. two <laughs> in the building. <laughs> um, so glad and so happy you guys joined us once again for this episode. Uh, we do have a special announcement to make at the end of the episode after the conversation. Uh, today we're going to be talking with Jim and Lindsay uh, in regards to see how they balance conflicting priorities between marriage and kids. I'm not going to waste any time mm, with it. Come on. We're just going to get straight jump right into yes. it. You ready, baby? Yes. Let's do it, gorgeous. <laughs> um, here is Jim and Lindsay as we talk to them about balancing, cultivating marriage, and dealing with children. Yes. <laughs> here we go. What does life look like for you guys when you are when you're trying to balance mm-hmm. needy children and romance? Well, I would say it's like it's the ultimate like juggling act. It's like, you know, the time management skills come to like a new level. You know, cuz at first you're just like, "Oh, well, I just have to manage myself when you're single." And then then you're like, all right, well, I just manage me and my wife. And then you're like, all right, now we manage us and kids, you know, one, two and three kids. So it's like that really changed our perspective. And, and really, you know, God, I think, calls us to a ministry in our family first, you know, yeah. and, you know, we come to a point of really being sacrificial for our kids and we need to sow into them and we need to, you know, build their character and show them who God is and sacrifice. I mean, really, it just becomes a, okay, it's not about me <laughs> kind of thing, I think. And and I think husbands feel a little different than wives, you know. But, yeah, for me, I'm always like, man, all right, I'm at the bottom of this totem pole. My needs come later, like, you know, and um, that's okay in certain times and stuff like that. And we kind of establish what role, you know, we each have. Um, but that's what I think of right away is just managing the time differently and making time for everyone and still fulfilling everyone's needs like the kids have needs for like food and we supply that but we have needs too like we need privacy we need you know like time alone we need time you know for ourselves um so i think we got to try to really manage how do we fulfill everyone's needs well and i think this is um something we're just we're walking out right now you know it's I think we just go through waves of really struggling and not connecting, and then we kind of find ourselves again, you know? So I think this is something God has really been just kind of growing in us. Just, I mean, we have such a love for each other. We are best friends. We do laugh a lot. I think I'm so blessed that we can find the humor in frustrating, annoying, you know, irritating situations where we're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, the kids are getting out of bed, you know, for the 10th time and they, they need, you know, one more drink of water and you're like, that's it. It's nine o'clock. That, no, you're cutting into my time, you know, and, but it's like, you know, God is so sacrificial with us, with his love. And so I think, you know, it's, it's definitely something we're walking out and, and some weeks we get it right. And some weeks we're like, wow, that week flew by, you know? And so I think just like finding that time to like reconnect and like 
talk more than just like we're running a business some days. Like, okay, you got this, you got that. Okay, I got this. We're just moving like a machine, you know, but um, just kind of slowing down to, you know, just to smile about the simple things and just to like wash dishes in the kitchen, you know, just like stuff that sometimes we're in such a hurry to get through because we're just tired. And when I just kind of pause and just hear the Holy Spirit, like, hmm, okay. It's just, you know, sometimes you can find those opportunities just in the everyday, like, okay, I'm going to rotate your laundry and I'm folding, you know, and just, I mean, that's just kind of life for us right now with three young kids. And so just finding, you know, God in the midst of laundry and and dishes and <laughs> kids out of bed continually. So I got you. I got you. Yeah. Am I hearing one of them in the background? You are. You're hearing one of them. Dad. Daddy. Dad. Yes, it's increasingly. Dad. No, he's saying dad. <laughs> I specifically hear dad. Okay. He might be having a dream. No, I'm, Maybe let him. It's not you. It's not you. <laughs> It's such a different dynamic with you guys from the Solitas because um, they have all girls. Yes, and, and you, you have guys all, all boys. boys. They are on from the moment their eyes are opened in the morning until their eyes close at night. So <laughs> they, yeah, they just got a lot of needs. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Um, did Jim go check on them? Jim went, yep, mm-hmm. we rock, paper, scissored it. He lost, so he's up there. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, you know so what? That's great. how we solve a lot of problems in our marriage. We just rock, paper, scissors. When did you guys come up with the rock, paper, scissors rule? Honestly, it just happened. One day I was, I, you know what? It was probably me because I'm probably a little brattier than Jim. And I was like, you know what? Where do I have the most odds at winning something? Yeah. You know, I was like flipping a coin. That's only 50 50. I was like, okay, rock, paper. I felt like I had a better odds. I have no idea if that's true. But I was like, (laughs) rock, paper, scissors. And now, I mean, a lot of times I do win. But now that I've said that, I don't, you know, maybe I said that we rock, paper, scissors. You lost. You had to go get. Yeah. Yeah. Do you let me I, win, or do I just beat you in that game? I, I don't have the will to play anymore. I just throw it up there. Like, you don't have the will. I don't to have play the will anymore. to like you know that, think it too much. I'm just like I okay. just throw it. You're not trying to read into it. Okay. No, if okay. I'm playing, like usually I'm really competitive, but yes. like I think by the end of the night you're just like, all right, whatever. I'm just. It is what it is. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Um, okay, so another question I wanted to ask is, how do you guys cultivate? Um, your spiritual lives at home how do you guys make time for that with the children there do you guys just always do it as a family or are there times where you guys try to intentionally do it just as a couple without the kids or individually how how, how, how does, does that, that look? work yeah. yeah i would say you know most of the time i've been getting up early to read my bible in the morning because it's just hard to find time when I don't make it the first thing that I do because just time, it just gets away. So, you know, most of the time, um, I get up early, read my Bible because I need it. I need Jesus from the moment I wake up. I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, they, uh, they are fully rested when they wake up. So I need to <laughs> be leaning on Jesus from, you know, first thing. Yeah, I think for me, I'll try to get other pockets of time. I have been like 
wanting to do. There's something about the morning for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think there's something there. I've been trying to kind of get there. Hopefully, once school's over, I might get into that niche. Um, but I try to get pockets in. Like I'll, when I drive to work, I do a lot of audio stuff now instead of like actually reading it. So I'll just listen to a sermon. I'll listen to some worship in the car while I'm driving. Um, so that's kind of where I'll get my you know daily input of something. Um, and I think for the kids, we, I mean, I, you know, what's funny. I think I was talking about this at Bible study this week. A lot of times you don't have to like force the moment. It just kind of comes to you, you know? And what happens with the kids sometimes it's like, all right, Holy spirit, I feel you right now. Like, you know, there's this saying I've always, I said it a bunch of times, but it was from our old church. And it was that the Holy spirit's like a feather resting on your shoulder and it takes something to notice it. It's really easy to just brush it off and not do anything, but it takes something special to notice it and go with it. And I think that's how it is with each kid sometimes. Like, all right, Lord, this is a moment right now where let's say you're disciplining or something's happening, like, oh, you're fighting with your brother or whatever. And it's like, this is a moment where we can minister to their heart and do that. Um, but we do like, you know, there'll be Bible study time each week. There'll be stuff like that. We'll pray together and things like that. Um, it's definitely not perfect. I no. mean, in my idea of like family Bible study, where like the kids are gathered around and it's like harmonious, um, yeah. that is not the picture that I would paint. Um, you know, just like very often it's like around the dinner table and, you know, like I, randomly we just kind of, it is the Holy Spirit because like I pray for these perfect moments that just don't happen. But, but in the midst of life, you know, just like the kids I'm like oh let's talk about you know what are we thankful for and we just like went around the table and like just you know I think God is so I love how God just meets us in our daily life I think so often I'm so busy to just get to the next big thing but it's like all the little moments that God just wants to be present for just life you know it's like these are the moments just the family time just you know sitting at the table or you know I'm in such a hurry to like want to do something fun come on guys let's do something but it's just like slowing down and just you know really cherishing just the little moments and maybe it's just brushing their teeth and they're quiet for a minute and we I could just you know kind of impart something to them I think Disciplining our kids has been something that has been, um, that's, it's been happening in our family, just slowing down and, you know, we're putting our brother first because that's what Jesus says. And I love, <laughs> I told my boys because they're so competitive. I'm like, hey, in heaven, the first will be last and the last will be first. And so they like, will tell that to each other sometimes like, well, I'm going to be last in heaven and that's forever. I'm like, see, it's just accepting. Sometimes it's just accepting the imperfections of life and, you know, surrendering my vision for just uh, you know, I love those perfect moments where you're like, oh, I could take a picture and Pinterest this or put this up on Facebook. And sure, we have some of those moments, but it's just, you know, life is messy and God meets us where we are. And that's just kind of where we're at right now, where everything that I would love to control. And I don't know if that's probably why God gave us three boys, because I am such like um 
like everything has a place. <laughs> that's just not life with kids. So, uh, well, our our family, that's just not how it is. I mean, so. Do you believe having children um, has strengthened your relationship? Has it been like a sanctifying experience? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you feel like your children sanctify you in a way that wouldn't have happened any other way? I, it's different. I'll say that. Like, and just to go what I, what we just said too, I agree with what my wife's saying. Like the the other aspect I think is like prayer. Like I could try to plan something, yeah. and it just you know blows up into nothing. Like. It's just a dud for the day. I'm like, man, I really tried to get this time and, you know, let's all read, you know, out of Luke today. No, it just didn't work. But if I like prayed about it for like two minutes, all of a sudden I have this great moment, you know, and it's like the more time I put in prayer, I think the more God shows up instead of like me forcing this to happen, you know. Um, But (laughs) like to go back to the sanctification thing, it's different. Like for me. Like, I felt like, you know, early on in my walk, it was like me and God, you know? So it was like, you know, the gospel's really speaking to my heart and what's going on. And it was just like a fascinating, exciting kind of walk. And now it's more like, I think each time, like, we need to be unified together. (laughs) But like, it's almost like God's revealing, like, things that we get frustrated at or other areas that we can really prune in ourselves now I think more so than before like you know I thought I was a pretty patient guy like I really did I was like man I'm pretty good at this patience thing (laughs) you know and it's like no you're not (laughs) like you are not like be patient with your kids like how many times and you know even when you guys said you did a, a bit on jobs like I was at my workplace like five years ago I was in like an alternative school and it was a you know some hard kids um and I remember leaving work a lot of times I'd be like Lord how many times I got to deal with this this is not my thing and I just felt like God say how many times do I deal with you you know and it's like I, I think the more we've grown the more we're starting to see those areas that really need that fine tuning that maybe early on we didn't catch. So it, it might, it, it, I don't know if it's as exciting as it is now, but I think it's building our character for sure. I think a verse that's really been on our hearts, or I don't know, I guess I can't speak for you, but for me, I just feel like God has been showing me like immaturity and things that I, I was sure you're mature when you don't have anyone pushing your buttons all day long. And then all of a sudden the Lord's like, you know, just allows our kids to just really reveal just the immaturity in my, in my ways. Like God has really been dealing with us, like with just like our schedule and time management. Like we're just like in the trenches of growing up in a new way because, you know, we feel like God is calling us to like a higher level with him. And that just, it requires us to give up our our old immature ways and hold on to God's ways. And so in many ways, I feel like God has really strengthened the foundation of our marriage. Um, I know that I feel, I mean, I guess I can't speak for you, but just the security that I feel in our marriage. Um, you know, some days, of course, we, we probably miss those days of sleeping in and carefree. <laughs> but, you know, like God really 
I feel like in this season of life has just been showing us like, I want more. It's less about us. It's less about, you know, our comfort. It's less about our fun. You know, not that God doesn't have fun for us, but just I feel like we're in a season of him shifting our focus to him and to glorifying him in our marriage. And he is using us to prune each other, like my husband said, you know. So I feel like we are in a season of just, you know, it's a good season. I I love our kids little, but it's just like, oh man, it is, it's a hard season of just, you know, allowing God to just, you know, use these experiences and, and they're great, but all the great things I think are, are hard too. So. Yeah. I think of that common like adage where it's like, uh, what calm waters don't make good sailors. Mm. You better say that. That can preach. That That can can preach. preach. Yes. It's like, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta go through it. You gotta know what it's like to go deep and, and actually, you know, play out there, and I think it, it preps you and it, it, you know, shows you how to really handle life differently, you know, and more maturely. Like my wife's saying here, it's not pretty always. No, <laughs> you know, don't you think? I love when I think I've got something. Like, oh yeah, I got this, and then a good situation comes up, and then I don't got that, and I'm like, okay, well that was embarrassing. Okay, I didn't realize that that was in there, and okay. Well, okay. You know, a little bit of humility. <laughs> Is there an importance when it comes to prioritizing, like, your date time? Like, it's like, this is something that we need to cultivate on a regular or, like, once a week or once a month. Or how does that look like? Because I know you guys have kids. And I know this is an issue that you hear a lot in marriages with children that it's like, we never have time for each other. We never, we never cultivate that. So how... How do you Is it a priority For you guys Or is it still Like something that We're still trying To figure out Or is it just When we have the time We just take advantage Of the time It's both I think Like we've got Like a date night Set up for like A month from now But like We have a date night On Friday We're going to a wedding Oh yeah We are going to a wedding The kids kids are sleeping (laughs) Over at grandma And papa's house On Friday Yes Um so I think we do have some things like scheduled, but I think like I'm not against like an impromptu like her brother came over like a few weeks ago like hey you guys I'll watch the kids for you I'm like yeah sounds good like we'll drop it like you become very adaptable to a date night you're like <laughs> yeah yeah sounds good. Like, good let's go I don't care if we just go to like you know get a cup of coffee like I'm down yeah. so yeah I think you take advantage of it and if you set something up like I think the calendar gets packed the more you have kids like we got you know different names different highlighters like it just it becomes intense so it's like you got to book us like you know months in advance so (laughs) if that goes down like cool we could do that it's almost i'll play it anyway let's just say it that way impromptu or scheduled we're down for a date night well and i think we try to at least have time at the end of the night together so if we're watching a show together like we try to pick something funny lighthearted that we can just kind of watch and laugh and um i think we try to i think we also protect our alone time together and make sure that we're together you know at least a few times a week i think we try to make sure that we 
keep that scheduled. Not not that it's scheduled, but I think both of us in our mind, like we should be connecting at least once a week. You know, like that's kind of on our checklist. Like even if we're too tired, like that's something that we we do that because that needs to be done. So that's part of, (laughs) I think we just, that is just a priority to us. So yes, no. And I think that's good because I feel like, um, listeners need to know that it doesn't matter what you do. Right. Cause it's like, we have this image of like, I have to be out. I have to be dressed up. I have to be look a certain way so that I can feel like you're dating me. But it's like, just taking advantage of the moment. Hey, the kids are asleep. Let's cultivate time. Let's talk. How are you? How's your heart? How, you know, what are things that I could do better as a husband or as a wife? Um, I think that's what's beautiful because I know when I, my first year of marriage, it was so hard because of work and we were working a lot that in my mind, I always thought like, but I have to look cute for you and go on a date and it has to be outside and not thinking like there's so many things that you can do inside the house that it's cultivating. That's the important thing. It's not about like the the fancy, you know, like it has to be moonlight and candlelight and romantic, you know what I mean? I mean like in the house, as long as you guys are cultivating and making that time, I think it's that's the key word, just making time for each other and prioritizing. This is a space like, yeah, I'm tired, but I, I still want to cultivate this time with you and talk about like, how's your heart? How have you been? You know, I know it's been kind of crazy and busy. And I, yeah. I think it's like, like it's different when you're single than when you're married too. Like our first year yeah, was tough too. Like, but you know, the enemy plays a different game when you're single That's right. and he plays a different game when you're married. So it's like, you know, you're single. The game is to get you to mess up and to be close. Yes. <laughs> and, and when you're married, the game is to keep you separated so that, you know, you start getting agitated and irritated and, you know, you don't feel like loved or respected or whatever. So it's like, I think definitely making time is a priority for sure. I think um, I have a f- one final question. What I'm hearing a lot, kind of like reading in between the lines, coming into marriage and then coming into children, it seems like you, like coming into it, you had a lot of expectations of what it should look like or what you would like for it to look like. Not under, not having a full understanding of what it actually is like. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I would like, for me personally, I don't know if the same thing goes for you, Jim, that did... Did you have an idea of how you would want to run your house and run your family and lead them a certain way? But then when you're actually in it, it's not like how you expected it would be. Yeah, I think to a certain degree. I mean, we all kind of grow up with like, you know, our own households. Like, you know, so you have that reference point of like, okay, well, you know, man, I I really start talking like my dad a little bit there, you know, or man, I'm really like, I know Lindsay's had those moments where it's like, man, I sound just like my mom. So it's like, I think we have those reference points where it's like, okay, yeah, that's kind of how I expected it to be. Like, but then there's those, those curveballs that you're just like, I don't think you could prep for it. I think in each stage, like, like I was saying earlier, like the, you know, single, when you're single, you really don't know what marriage is like. You just don't. And when you're married, you think you have an idea of what kids is like, but you don't. Until you really dive into this thing, you really don't know what it's like. So I would say a little bit of both. I think some expectancies are like, okay, I thought it would be like this. Um, But other times I'm like, man, that's not what I expected at all. 
you know, because um, you look at adults when I grew up, like, you know, you're looking at them like, man, you guys got it made. You can do whatever you want. Yes, you got everything yes. you need. Like, you got the money. You can drive. You can go anywhere you want. Like, you know, as a kid, you aspire to that. And then when you get to it, you know, you have that reality moment of like, man, all right. Yeah, I can do whatever I want, but eh, I got I got I got a lot of things. It's like, yeah, I could drive, but I'm driving them. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm making money, but I'm making money for them. Right. Right. It's like as soon as you get the money, it's gone. <laughs> so it's like, all right, it's a little different than what you think. So I think, yeah, I, I would say yes and no. Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess I, I don't know if I really had a picture of what I thought it would look like. I guess I just thought <laughs> it would be easier. You know, I guess I just thought like marriage would be easier and just having kids would be easier. I guess I just, but it is so sweet, you know, like the, I feel like the love that like God just fills us with for each other, for our kids, for just, you know, just being united for whatever God has for us, you know? So I think it's just... Again, I just think God growing me up and it it isn't about me. It isn't about how I look. It isn't about like looking pretty to go out all the time, which I mean, I like to do that, but it isn't about what other people see when they look in, you know, it's like the inside out, you know, like what allowing God to just transform us from the inside out. So I think just looking at marriage is just, you know, it's a mission. And God calls us to it. And, you know, the enemy and, and the world, there's a lot of things coming to attack families and attack marriage. And and so I think just, you know, we have this verse hanging up behind us, just that third cord that just ties us tight. You know, it isn't, it isn't about if I want to be in love today. It's I am choosing to honor a commitment that I made to to Jim and to God and it's just it's just bigger it's just bigger than us so I love you guys so much <laughs> well, I want to thank you guys so much for joining us mm-hmm. uh, allowing us to ask you these questions and just yeah. being so honest and transparent it really does bless people when people are honest and transparent yes. because then they get to know that oh it's not just them I, I'm yes. not the only one going yes. through I'm not the only one experiencing this because mm-hmm. people always think the grass is greener on the other side and it's like no we all struggle in different ways which yeah. is all we're all in it so thank you guys so much for, again for your honesty and transparency we love you guys thank you so much for your time today <laughs> <laughs> That was such a great conversation. I remember having that conversation. Uh, also, a disclaimer, like the last episode, yeah, everything was recorded on iPhone, so please mm-hmm. show grace for, yeah. for the audio nerds out there that's like, uh, there was no pop filter on that. Yeah, yeah. It was recorded with an iPhone. Take a chill pill. <laughs> um, I actually so appreciate their heart, yes. their willingness to even talk with us mm-hmm. um, and just share their own like personal experiences yeah, and honesty. wisdom. Yeah. It was so, so good. Uh-huh. Um, what is there any other particular parts that stuck out to you, my love? Everything. They're Everything. just amazing. <laughs> I think they're just a beautiful couple, you yes. know. And just like as we said in the last episode, you know, every couple's different. This mm-hmm. is a mom of three boys, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like the challenges may be different for boys than just girls because yeah. boys can be more rowdy. Mm-hmm. Than girls can be, but I mean, depending, 
Because yeah. I mean, I feel like some girls can be rowdy too. But, yeah, and um, some boys can be sensitive. Mm-hmm. But I just appreciate their honesty. Yeah. I just appreciate like how they rearrange things to try to cultivate time with each yeah. other and with their children. They try mm-hmm. to make... Um, each time that they have with the kids, especially at the dinner table, oh yeah, make it memorable, or we mm-hmm. can talk about something. So, um, yeah, I I just really love them. They're such a beautiful couple. Yeah, I love how they prioritize every night. They try to have their own thing in the mm-hmm. evenings after the kids yeah. go to sleep, and that's yeah. why they put the kids to sleep a little earlier. Yeah, um, I love. It kind of reminds me of what Carissa said mm-hmm. in the previous episode. Like every family is their own universe. Yeah, it just makes it. Th- there's no cookie cutter way of doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just doing what works for you guys, and however it, whatever it takes to build up your children and right. the Lord, Finding you just your do niche. what works. Yeah, do what works for you guys on the mm-hmm. schedule that works for you mm-hmm. guys. Uh, and throwing all expectations out the window right. like the only expectation to have is that you can't have expectations you right. gotta just but also just making that priority yeah i think it's just choosing that time like don't just be like oh well i'm too tired like it is important to cultivate with your husband mm-hmm. it's important to cultivate with your children but you yeah. know just make time you yes. know yes like i heard this one pastor said you know when he would come home he would say from work, he would put second shift on his mm-hmm. daddy hat, right? Mm-hmm. Spend time with the kids, help with the house, with his wife. Then when the kids go to bed, third shift, he would third put shift. his husband's hat on That's and right. just cultivate that time with his wife. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah. So First, good. second, third shift, you know, Doing just it. making that time for that shift. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Better get your shift in order. <laughs> um, so uh, we just thank you so much again, Jim yes. and Lindsay, for all of your wisdom and experience mm-hmm. through all of that stuff. Um, okay, so now we've waited. You, you guys have waited. Here's our big announcement. Mm-hmm. This is actually our season finale episode. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. Our podcast comes in seasons. <laughs> <laughs> right, bam, surprise. Um, this is the end of season one. It's the end of this topic. It's the end of the month and it's the end of the season. Yeah. So actually what we're going to be doing is actually taking a month off. Mm-hmm. We're taking the month of June off 2021 to be able to kind of just recharge and cultivate. cultivate and, you know, come back even stronger for season two however the lord leads yeah um so things may look a little different things may sound a little different we don't know what the lord is going to do but we definitely are going to continue to record our conversations because uh when it's all said and done again we're just two people who love each other who love the lord and love to record our conversations so hopefully they encourage and stir other people up so um with that being said Thank you so much, beautiful. Mm, thank you, honey. For, for those who don't know, this project is a vision the Lord gave me. And I brought it to my wife and I was like, babe, this is what the Lord put on my heart. And she was just like, I'm with you. Let's do it. <laughs> and uh, she's been just so supportive of this vision and this, uh, the gifting and everything. So I just want to say thank you, my love. Mm-hmm. None of these episodes would be possible without you. Mm-hmm. So cute. I love you. I adore you. <laughs> you are so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful to me. Uh, I'm so honored to be your husband. 
puppy. I love you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got all kinds of googie on the, on the episode. I apologize. I ain't cutting that out either. I did. The world needs to hear. Um. I love you, beautiful. We love Jesus. Jesus, we love you. We love every single one of the yes, listeners. Yeah. Uh, continue to pray for us. Let us know how we can pray for you. Leave comments, mm-hmm. messages, and all that. You know what? I'm going to keep it real. Absolutely nobody leaves anything every it's single okay. time we ask. But that's okay. Because <laughs> you know what? We see y'all on the regular. Right. And we talk right, to y'all. And yet then right. you get to tell us what your prayer right, request is. Right. That's perfectly fine. Shoot us a text message, email. But if what? we don't know you, hey, we, we give don't us know a you, shout out. Hey, yeah. Holla. We want to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until then, until next time, we absolutely love you guys. This is Team Gomez signing off. Bye. Adios. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.